Greetings, beloved, so good rising too. <sighs> this is Bush Mama recording live on Anchor, and today is the 18th of the 9th, 2020, and the time is 4.57am. So, I've just got back in from my rising meditation, and what came out of that? is exactly what's happening to me and I've been questioning it and now I've found the answer so way back when I never used to not that I never used to like sleeping but I used to be up being distracted or studying or talking like way beyond the time of rest and I did this for years. I just thought it was me. It was just normal. You know, it was normal to go to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning and then wake up at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. Or, you know, go to bed at 1 o'clock in the morning and wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. It's like really not having sufficient sleep. Literally having between 3, maybe 2 and 4 hours. 5 if I was lucky. Um, and I did this for years and I didn't know until today, now, what it was doing to my body. It was actually preventing me from evolving. And then I went for a period when I, I was sleeping, going to bed early, and then waking up between the hours of two and four. And that went on for months and that was so annoying because I was actually doing the right thing by going to bed at a respectful time for my body, practicing good sleep hygiene, and then to be woken up between these times. And it was like, what the hell? Now, that was the most annoying thing. But even within that time, there was a reconfiguration of my, my body, of my DNA of my consciousness. I didn't know then until now. And now I'm at a phase in my life where I love to sleep and I don't wake up until my body's ready to wake up. And when I wake up, I feel really refreshed, really focused, really ready, full of energy. It's bliss. My sleeps are Deep, sweet, and delicious. I love to sleep. I love going to sleep. And the crazy thing about it is that when my body needs to sleep, whatever time throughout the day, I have to go. It could be 1 o'clock. It could be 5 o'clock. It could be 7 o'clock. It could be 1 o'clock in the rising. But whenever I wake up, I always wake up refreshed. So I don't know if you have noticed this yourselves, where your body's gone through a different sleep pattern because we are changing patterns we're moving from third dimension into fourth dimension in fact we stay in between third and fourth for a while and then we move into fourth and then as we're moving we stay in between fourth and five for a while then we move into the fifth so it's a gradual you know evolution a gradual spiritual growth or a gradual spiritual reconnection it's almost like we are reconnecting and I strongly believe that the work we are doing within ourselves, the information, the input of data 
Because remember, we are biological computers. The same way a computer cannot really function unless a programmer has installed the right programs. Now, our body is ours for now. And we are the programmers, even though we have external programmers out there that are, oh, they are just desperately trying to program our minds to cause us to think and behave a different way. And this is why it's imperative, beloveds, you have to be very mindful what you allow into your mind. You have to choose what it is you want to be and what experience as a human you want to experience. You are your programmer. And whatever you input, you will output. The reason why people can hate, the reason why people can get caught up in racism and sexism and feminism and all these isms is because of their input. It's what, it's what they're allowing these external programmers to program with them, program them with. Now, the truth is, we are all love, humans. I'm talking about human beings right now. And some other extraterrestrial beings that are also vibrating above 528 hertz. So that, love is our natural programmer. We don't really need to program ourselves once we activate love. Love is the ultimate programmer, just as fear is the ultimate programmer. Feminism, sexism, capitalism, materialism, all those isms, they're man-made and they're a set of programs to cause separation. That's it. We don't get into schisms and isms unless they're going to benefit the whole of humanity, not just a selected few. So, the download today, beloveds, and it really has answered my questions, because I've been asking this question for a long time, and that's the thing, when we ask questions, we don't always get the answer, but when the answers come, we must be open so we can receive it, and my answer has come. All of my, and I remember my sleep patterns, and I remember the, the mind state that I was in when I was going through them. And now I can definitely understand why my sleeps are so delicious. My dreams will open up again. I've been dreaming, but not like every night. I had a really um, way out dream the other night. Um, I know I've been under some psychic spiritual attack and my dreams have been showing me that. And, you know, they're laughable now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like I just laugh at them. You know, because I'm not threatened, I don't have fear in me. So when I'm being warned that I'm being under attack, I just know what to do. It just means, you know, you just upgrade your security, your your spiritual security. Because if we don't, we're vulnerable. You know, we can get attacked if we don't have upgraded, supreme spiritual protection. So they can try all they like. And when they do try all they like, it just shows me that I'm definitely doing, um, serving my purpose. Because that's what they want to do, you see, the disagreeable ones. They want to stop the awakening. They don't want us to wake up. Because the moment we wake up, their game is over. So they have to keep us in ignorance and darkness so we don't see the light. The light is the truth. The light is the information. 
if we don't know, we won't know. And if we can't see, we won't see. You see? So sleep is a very important part of our human experience. Rest is a very important part of our human experience. Being still is a very important part of our human experience. Because the growth spurts really happen when we are sleeping. Okay, mothers and fathers, do you remember when your son went to bed as a boy and woke up as a man? His voice changed, his personality changed, his body changed, your communication and relationship within change. It's more obvious for the boys because they literally, when they say good rising or good morning, <clears throat> excuse me, to their parents, they sound different. Like the boy, the little boy is gone. You know? So I can imagine how freaky that is or how, how difficult it is to accept that, my God, my son said goodnight to me and sounded like my little boy and he woke up one rising and he said, good rising, mum, and he sounded like a man. Like, they both have to get used to that transition that happened overnight. So most of our, our growth spurts happen while we're sleeping. And if it's happening while we're sleeping on a physical level, trust me, it's happening on a spiritual level and an emotional level and a mental level while we're sleeping too. The body needs the rest because the rest is short for restoration. If we don't rest, we won't restore. And if we don't restore, we won't grow properly. And those that are farmers, you know when your crops are growing beautifully and healthily, and you know that when there's a problem. You can tell by their growth. So, you know, some of us are in that process right now and unaware of it, and some of us are in that process right now and aware of it. And it's so wonderful when we can be aware of our growth, of our health, of our garden, of our crops, which is really our tools. You know, our life is a garden, our body is a garden, and we have to treat it with respect and care and knowledge. So if you are having some really way out sleeping patterns, just know that you are growing. You know, don't fight the sleep. If you're fighting the sleep, it's like a form of abuse. If you feel the sleep coming, you really should give in to it because the body is saying, I need to go. I need to leave this earth plane and I need to rest. And the spirit needs a break to leave this earth plane, this density, and go out into the ethos, which we call dreams. The dream world then. Even though some of us have wide awake dreams or daydreams. But when we sleep, we the body stays in the body. The, the Sorry, the body stays in the bed. And the spirit goes and has its experience. So that's why they say the body is dead to the world. The body can only wake back up once that spirit comes back into that body. And that's why it's really, it's not a nice thing to wake somebody up aggressively. Oh, it's so disturbing on every level that you can think about, like, oh, don't you ever wake me like that. In fact, nobody ever does, nobody ever will. 
because that's just not going to happen. But, you know, don't ever wake anybody up aggressively because the spirit has to, wherever it is, has to come back into that body in order for that body to wake. And if that spirit is somewhere and has to rush back into that body for that body to wake up, that person's going to feel, or that body, that person, is going to feel really groggy and it's out of sync, possibly for the whole day. Also, when we allow alarms to wake us up, that's also like waking us up aggressively. It's disturbing the process, you know. If you need an alarm, then the alarm should be something that's going to be gentle and gradual rather than direct and aggressive and loud just so you can wake up. But now, I mean, for a long time, I haven't needed a clock to wake up. I'm on a biological clock right now. My biological clock wakes me up because I feel like I'm in in order with my with my sleeping cycle. Like I'm listening to my body. It doesn't matter what time this body feels tired. It could be 12 o'clock. I have to go to sleep. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I have to go. And I take little naps in between. Like, they're so sweet. Really, I love to sleep. I love it. So if you're not loving your sleep right now, you're having disturbing sleeps and you're not able to sleep and you're worried, you know, you're concerned and you, and you can't go to sleep and anything that's happening with your sleep world, some of it is physical stress. Some of it people just need to let go and trust. Most of it is a spiritual awakening and a spiritual growth. Some of it is sickness where the body's so stressed, it's not able to switch off, a deficiency maybe, melatonin. There could be a lot of things. It's not just a spiritual thing. There's a number of things why people have really bad sleep hygiene. So we have to look at it. We shouldn't ignore it. If you have insomnia, don't ignore that because you need your rest. If you're just being disturbed by social media and not, you know, being overstimulated and not being able to shut off. You need to put the phone down. Or you need to read. Reading often puts people to sleep. Or listen to an audio book. Something very positive. Because remember I said, it's an input. What are you programming your mind with? Because the input will have an output. It has to. Whatever goes in has to come out. Whatever goes up has to come down in this dimension anyway. So we have to be really good programmers of our life of our lives. We really have to be mindful what we are allowing in. That's why it is really important that we be mindful what we're watching on YouTube and what we're watching on the TV and what we're reading and what we're listening to. Especially the news. It's like, oh, please don't watch the news. It's so soul destroying. It's full of such fake news. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I'm just trying to keep my podcast children friendly. You know, so, yeah, we, we, we really need to be mindful and not mindless of what goes into our minds because we should be the programmers of our lives. We shouldn't allow anything that we don't know of in truth to program us. And 
We should all know that. Fake news is a new conspiracy. It's confusing people. People don't know what to believe right now. And that's why you have to come out of that nonsense and go within. If you really want to know the truth, you have to go within. The breath is the truth. Love is the truth. Even this life that we're living is part of a truth because this is not our home. We're just having a human experience and, you know, it's almost like a game between good and evil. It literally is a game. It's like a Sims game, like a simulation game. And those that win are the ones that return to source consciously. Like, I know that I've won the game because I have no fear about death. And the only two things that they can actually use against us is the fear of death. That's it. Everybody's afraid of dying. That's, that's it. Everybody's afraid of dying or everybody's afraid of how they die. The body shuts off when it's too traumatised. It's like it has a switch off button. I, you know, I've never experienced it because I've never reached that point in my, in my life, in my existence. But if the body gets to that point, that's what they call soul retrieval. When the body has gone through such a deep, traumatic, emotional, mental, spiritual experience, the soul leaves. It's like it switched off, it cuts off. And that's why shamans have to go through a healing modality which is called soul retrieval. It has to retrieve that soul of that host because the trauma was so much, the soul couldn't handle it. The soul will always come back when you call it back. You don't even need a shaman to do that. You can learn how to call your soul back. But it's wise and it's good when you can have that support, especially when somebody's experiencing it. And the body's the same. Once the body goes through too much trauma, it will just switch off and the soul will just leave, the spirit will leave and the body will just stay. So we don't have to worry about dying. We actually die every night when we do go to sleep. We leave the body behind. It's just not in a grave or in a fiery furnace if you go through the cremation process. We have to start talking about death so we can conquer the fear of it. We have to really start thinking positively about death because that also releases the stronghold of the fear that they have upon the whole of humanity. That is the ultimate fear of humanity, is the fear of death. The moment someone gets sick and if they're living with fear, they automatically, they don't even go to the doctors to get a checkup because they fear that they're going to get the worst news and the worst news is going to cause their death. Everybody's afraid of cancer because everybody believes that everybody dies of cancer, you see? So it's deep because it boils down to what we are allowing to be inputted into our being, into our body, into our minds. And this is what they have, newspaper, social media, news, you know, TV programs, um, radios, all the major big media. That's what they're doing. They spend billions, trillions, endless amounts of cash to program our minds. That's the only way they can control us. And if you're not in control of your life, maybe you're being controlled. Have you thought about that? But being controlled by what? Or by who? Because we should be in control of our lives. We should be in control of how we think, or how we want to think, or how we feel, or how we want to feel. 
or how successful we are, or how unsuccessful, unsuccessful, unsuccessful we are, tongue-tie there, because the power is already within us, and once we know how to activate the power, it activates. You see? It needs that willpower to activate itself. It needs that knowing. Some of us don't even know what our purpose is. And if you are seeking your purpose, you will find your purpose. Many of us are not seeking our purpose because we have gone astray. Why? Because there's programmers, or we call them handlers, that are handling your business. They're handling your life affair. They're even handling, you know, certain people's jobs. People are actually doctors and some people are lawyers and some people are teachers because they were told that these are the top category society positions in a job. Who says so? I think farmers are. Because if there's no farmers, we can't eat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, farmers to me are the most important jobs on this planet. One of them. But for me, you know, we have to start looking out, looking at what really is important to life. Yes, being a doctor definitely is important to life. But if you don't make it to be a doctor, you can be a nutritionist. It's the same. They do the same things. In fact, the nutritionist is actually building life rather than destroying life. So at the end of the day, society has told us that these jobs are the best jobs. And if you're not in this job, then you are deemed lesser. Because there's a lot of people that look at um, lawyers as gods and doctors as gods and judges as gods. You know, being a judge, you judge. You, you make judgment. And whatever judgment you make, there's a consequence. So the judge is almost like a god. So let me ask you then, who is in control of your life affairs? Who's in control of your mind? Who's in control of your sleep patterns? Because even though you're not going to sleep and you think that you're in control, maybe there's an underlying issue that's really controlling you from sleeping. Maybe there's an unseen force that is stopping you from sleeping because when you don't sleep, you are literally out of balance. You are more vulnerable and you are more susceptible. My tongue is twisting this morning. Susceptible to control. You see, we need to be guarded, we need to be protected. We need to know what's happening with our minds. We need to know what's happening with our lives. And most of us are out of control. Most of, most of us are out of our minds. Some of us are losing our minds. Some of us have lost ourselves. Some of us don't even know anymore. And that's not a good place to be within yourself, within your life. Do you know what I mean? So if you aren't sleeping, there's many reasons why. And I encourage you to find out why. If it is spiritual and it's something you have to ride through, stay healthy. Make sure that there's a balance. That you're getting little naps. You are being still. You are putting your feet up. If you feel like nodding off, nod off. 
take a break. Because that's all part of growth as well. Physical, mental, spiritual growth. We need to sleep and we need to rest and we need to be still. And we need not to feel guilty for it, neither. We all need a break, naturally. That's why sleep is there. That's why we're not up 24 hours, 365 days of the year. Sleep has to kick in every night. It's natural, isn't it? It's a natural process. So if we don't, if we really want to be healthy, we have to include that within our health regime because it is part of it, a major part of it. So on that note, I have delivered the message and I'm going to prepare myself for rising chanting. Wow. Yes, I am. Doesn't time fly when we're having fun? So, beloveds, look into why you're not sleeping and make yourself healthier and start researching and be mindful of who is programming your mind and don't get too distracted and don't lose yourself in the midst of all of this craziness. Yes, I Have yourselves a wonderful day. And um, we'll speak again until Namaste. Ashe, Ashe, Asheo. Bush Mama, 55.